episode 37 of the Christian Travelers Network. Today, Shannon joins us to talk about worshiping in the car. Welcome to the Christian Travelers Network, where travel stories, community, and scripture combine. Hey, Christian Travelers, so glad that you're here. We have an exciting guest, Shannon Davis, who will be talking about how to worship God during your commute. But before we dive in, I want to once again remind you to check out our website at christiantravelers.net. There you'll find links to our Facebook, Instagram, and other resources. But without further ado, Shannon is a pastor's wife, a mom of two boys, a nana, and completely sold out for Jesus. Her professional background and credentials are in health information management, but her passion is natural health, using what God gave us as she has also been certified as a holistic health coach. Shannon and her husband led a Celebrate Recovery ministry for five years and have a passion for sharing hope with those who feel hopeless. They currently speak and preach wherever God calls them, and luckily today, Shannon will be sharing her story with us. Hey, Shannon, how are you doing? Good morning. I'm doing great. How are you? I'm doing well. Shannon, can you tell us a little bit more about yourself? Sure. Um, my husband and I, we actually have, uh, we, we have a story that is, is just hope um, through Jesus. My husband was in addiction for 27 years of his life to drugs and alcohol prior to being ordained as a pastor. Um, and it was after that, that we were placed in a celebrate recovery ministry over that ministry. And we did that for five years and God has made us out of that season, uh, into the next, we're kind of in the, uh, transitioning period right now. So, um, it's, it's exciting and nervous, a little bit of nervousness all at the same time, you know, being in that transition period, but uh, it is exciting, and we're just following him uh, day by day right now. That's wonderful. Um, so you've kind of gone through a transition yourself as well. Can you tell us a little bit about that? Yes, um, I actually have been, well, I was self-employed for goodness, over 20 years, pushing 25 years, I guess. And God took me back into the, the work field and, you know, uh, working for someone else. So I have gone to being at home, working out of my home to now I'm back in the hospital setting and um, commuting. <laughs> and I've been doing that for a little over a year now. So it, it it's quite different. Um, and it has been quite the experience as well. So I kind of, that's kind of where my uh, battling in the car came in because I have to get up and leave so early in the morning. And so I needed, desperately needed that, that time, that time of prayer and worship. And so I found myself doing the majority of it in the car. That's awesome. So has that been something that you have always done or what made you start worshiping in that way? No, I haven't. Well, I have always, you know, listened to worship music in the car, but as far as 
turning it into what I call my bat- my battle time. I haven't uh, because I did that in my I did that in my home. I was I was home all day, usually alone by myself, and so I had just all of this time that I could could do that. And um, then when when he took me back into the the workplace setting, that changed, and so that's. That is when I really implemented uh, utilizing that time period devoted solely to the Lord. You know, that was um, that 30, it's a 30 minute drive for me to work and it is, it is devoted 100% to the Lord. So Shannon, as travelers, we often find ourselves um, needing to spend time with God during our commute. Why do you personally find it important to involve God in your commute? For me, I was used to working out of my home and having that uh, unlimited time here to spend with the Lord, um, however I needed to or however I could could um, do that. But when I started this commute with working outside of my home, I found it difficult to to get in the time that I needed. So I decided to devote that time in the car to the Lord. And I know that a lot of um, moms out there, especially could relate to having um, a difficult time, maybe if they've got children to get ready in the morning, so they're they're on a time crunch, and so just using that time in the in the car when they um, are on their way to their job can be a great way to get in praise and worship time, battle time, you know, prayer time, just all of that time that they need uh, with the Lord when they might not be able to get it actually in their home before they leave that morning. That is so true. And now you have five tips for diving into your worship time in the car. Can you briefly list them for us? Yes. Um, The first one would be turn on your worship music. (laughs) Um, The second one for me is I plead the blood of Jesus over my home and my family before I ever pull out of my driveway. Um, The third one is... I always ask God to dispatch his angels to surround my vehicle and the, my loved ones. I go through the, you know, surround uh, my husband's vehicle, my children's vehicles with your angels to, to get us to and from our destinations that day safely. The fourth tip is, uh, that is that's my praise and battle time. Um, praising God for the day itself, um, for my blessings, for answered prayers, for who he is as my savior, my provider, my protector, my healer, my peace. And then the fifth tip is to begin to pray for this my specific prayer needs. And this might be family members or just others that the Holy Spirit lays on my heart to pray for on that given day. And I, that's, that's where I spend the rest of my time. Very nice. Okay, so we're going to dive a little deeper into those, maybe some of your scriptural understandings for where some of these come from, and then what it looks like for you. Um, So let's go ahead and start with worship music. What does that look like? Where does that thought process come from? Um, For me, I, um, I usually turn on my Pandora I used to listen to just, you know, I would just listen to the radio stations, whatever it was, K-Love or whatever, you know, was was in my area at the time. But 
I found it, it to be distracting because, you know, the commercials would come on and uh, things of, of that nature. You know, they, and so I use Pandora and I know there are many other uh, methods out there, but I turn on my Pandora and I usually I'm kind of partial to Bethel and <laughs> Jesus culture and those types of worship songs. So that's just kind of my first step of the day. I turn that on and and have that going um, in the background. And then you pray for the blood of Jesus over family and home. Can you tell us a little more about that? I do. I do. I, I do that before I ever pull out of my driveway. Um, and, and, and I plead the blood of Jesus over, over my home, over my property, and over each of my family members uh, that day. Exodus uh, twelve thirteen tells us the blood will be a sign for you on the houses where you are. And when I see the blood, I will pass over you. No destructive plague will touch you when I strike Egypt. So the blood of Jesus is so very powerful. It is everything. And so I do that um, every morning, just uh, every morning over my home and my family. Yes, Satan really loves to um, get in the mix of family and things. So praying for God's protection is so important. Yes, yes. And then you said that you ask God to dispatch angels to protect your vehicle. Can you tell us more about that? Yes, I do that as well before pulling out the driveway. I just um, I just ask God to dispatch his angels to be around my vehicle, uh, my husband's vehicle as he, he commutes as well, and, and then my children and uh, my precious daughter-in-law. And um, Hebrews 1, four tells us, Are not all angels ministering spirits to serve those who will inherit salvation? So we do have those angels there as helpers. And, you know, I, I think in the book of Daniel, you know, we see clearly as well when Daniel was praying and the angel was delayed, you know, because there is the spiritual warfare going on. And so he was delayed. And getting to Daniel, but it's, you know, the spirit realm is, is, it's, it's our reality, (laughs) even though we, we live in this natural realm, you know, the spirit is really our reality. So we need to um, operate as, as though it is. So I do that um, just for protection um, to get us to and from our destinations that day safely. Then you kind of dive into your praise and battle time. What does that look like for you? Yes, I um, I start. I always start out praising God. You know, I wouldn't even be able to be in that car on that morning if it wasn't for Him. So I thank Him for that to begin with, and just praising Him for you know whatever's on my heart that morning. It may be um, you know, I'm just praising Him for answered prayers, uh, prayers that will be answered. You know, uh, they may not have been answered yet, but just believing and standing in the gap uh, regarding those those loved ones and just thanking God for the fact that he's my savior and he's my provider. You know, he is my peace. Just all of those things that, that the Lord is. He's, he's so much to us. And um, that's just, uh, you know, I may sing. I'm not the greatest singer in the world, but, you know, it's just me in the car. <laughs> So it's me and the Lord, so it doesn't really matter, you know. So um, 
I may sing, um, you know, during that time as well, do a lot of that and um, just thanking, you know, just just praising and thanking him for for who he is. Now, you spend this time praising before you dive into your needs. Is there a reason that you start with that first? Yes, I do. We are to give him praise. You know, he loves that. The Lord loves to be praised. The Bible tells us that. And, you know, I didn't always used to do that. I can remember years and years ago before I um, got to where I really considered myself truly walking with the Lord. I mean, I considered myself a Christian, you know, most of my life, but I wasn't always walking with the Lord. I wasn't always... um, living life out, so to speak. And uh, I can remember vividly my life back then when my prayer life was just about asking God for something, you know, and I know that uh, many people can relate to that, having uh, done that, just asking him for stuff to do things, you know, and it was when I really began to have that intimate relationship with him that my heart just turned different. You know, it was like, I, I want to praise him. I want to thank him for everything um, because he truly does bless us. You know, sometimes we, we can be in dark places, but once again, if you're breathing, you know, you're blessed. So we just have so many things to thank him for. And so I, I do that first before I, you know, petition him for anything. Yes. When we start with praise, it often puts our hearts in a very different place. Yeah. Yeah. So then you move into some of your prayer needs. What does that look like? Usually my kids, my husband, my grandbaby, things like that are generally ones that I pray for. But I also uh, I just I listen for the Holy Spirit to what I say, prick my heart and he will, you know, he will bring people to my mind. It may be somebody that I haven't you know, even thought about in weeks or months. Uh, I try to pay close attention to that as using that time for lifting that person up because you just never know when you might be the only person praying for somebody. You know, everybody doesn't have praying parents. Everybody doesn't have praying spouses. So um, I just try to try to be conscious of that and listen for that. And if somebody comes to my mind, I make sure that I, I pray for that person during that time. And speaking life over these situations, because even as a, you know, people think a lot of times if you're in ministry or you're a pastor or you're a pastor's wife that, you know, everything's grand and you don't have heartaches, but that's so far from the truth. You know, we, we have been blessed and and we don't have the, the things from the past, you know, with my husband, with the addiction and all that, but. You better believe we have heartaches, you know, and um, the enemy knows where he can get a mom. And, you know, that's usually with your children, things of that nature. So uh, I just have things in my life that there's dry bones there, so to speak, you know, and and it doesn't you don't you don't see a lot of life there. And so I always try to speak life over that. I will call those things that are not as though they were, you know, I will. Uh, for just for an example, you know, I will thank God that my son is a mighty warrior in the kingdom, you know, and a mighty man of God and, you know, things like that. Just thanking God for that. 
praying different scriptures. I used to have a list uh, of specific scriptures that I would pray over my my boys as they were teenagers. I prayed them over them every every day. That it's very important to speak God's word um, in your prayers and over your loved ones because that word is so very powerful. It goes forth in the in the spirit realm and it moves things. And sometimes, you know, just our our words, our plain words, they don't have the power that the word of God has. And um, so praying specific scriptures over people in their situations is is very important. Many times if something is going on, you know, Matthew uh, 18, 18 and Matthew 16, 19 are scriptures that both tell us that whatever we bind on earth will be bound in heaven. And that God, if we're if we're followers of Christ and we have the Holy Spirit living in us, we have that power. We have that power to bind those those evil spirits. And so uh, sometimes I will, you know, pray in that manner as well, and um, just bind every hindering spirit, you know, that's trying to interfere with the ministering of our family and uh, things of that nature. This makes me think of an app called Parents Q. For those of you listeners who maybe don't know where to start with praying over your kids, um, that will be an app I'll link in the show notes, uh, just kind of giving you some resources, walking you through the 936 weeks that you have from the time where your child's born to the time they graduate, giving you some topics to be praying for for them. But Shannon, do you have any suggestions for parents uh, where to start to look for verses to pray over your kids? You know, when I first started, I just, I, I used Google. <laughs> that seems very simple, but that's what I did. <laughs> I Googled uh, when I, when I realized that Satan was coming after my children, I got busy. And so I just, that's what I did. I Googled, you can just Google um, prayer. You know, I had two boys. So for me, it was uh, prayers uh, mom's prayers for boys or something, you know, anything like that, just Google and you will find a lot of different, um, blogs or just, uh, different websites that people have, moms have, you know, put out there and they've put some of their, uh, key scriptures in there, you know, to pray over, over your children. So yeah, that's, that is huge. Um, that's huge. And I wish that I could say, you know, because like I said, I, you know, I called myself, uh, a Christian most of my life, but unfortunately, when my boys were younger, I wasn't really wasn't living that and walking that out. So I wasn't as fervent when they were little as I, you know, became as they got older. But so if there's any moms listening and you have babies, um, you start you start before those babies are even born. You know, you start praying those scriptures over them then. <laughs> You know, the enemy, um, he has no age limit, so he, he starts early. Uh, so, and he's relentless. So it's so important that we um, get a head start. If you have the knowledge to do that, get a head start on that, praying for your kids. Yes, and um, all of this, this whole process makes my mind go to Ephesians 6, where it talks about the armor of God. And one of the verses says, For our struggle is not against flesh and blood, but against the rulers, against the authorities, against the powers of the dark world, and against the spiritual forces of evil in the heavenly realms. Therefore, put on the full armor of God. And then it explains how to do that. And 
this whole process just, it sounds like you're armoring your home, you're armoring um, your family with God. And sometimes we don't appreciate how powerful prayer can be, but God is there for us. And he knows that the world has its temptation, Satan's working against us. And it, this is such an awesome process to be putting it in God's hands. Yes, yes, it's crucial. It truly is crucial. Mm-hmm. So if um, someone was going to start this process, sometimes it can feel very overwhelming. Where would you suggest someone start just in making this a habit in their life? I think um, just, you know, break the, the steps down. Uh, very simple. You know, just when you get in your car, when you crank up that car, turn that worship music on and you may not have Pandora and, and that's fine. You know, Turn it on Caleb or whatever your local station is. Just begin to uh, incorporate that into the vehicle, the, the, the worship music. And I can, I can remember years ago, you know, uh, I think it's Caleb that would have that 30 day challenge. Mm-hmm. And back then, my husband and I, we, you know, we, we did not keep our radio station on nothing but Christian music, but, and, and not saying that, you know, I mean, not trying to say you have to do that, but I remember doing that 30 day challenge, both of us doing that. And uh, that was just kind of like when the light bulbs just switched you know we um we never turned we have never turned back that was many years ago but that's where our radio stations stay set at now and so I would just um, because that just brings you into that um just that mindset of worship and that your heart and everything goes along with that so turn on that worship music and um thanking God you know praising him thanking him for even the little things because He's in all of it. He's in the big things and he's in the little things. So that that just having that heart of gratitude at all times and then to, you know, just pray and just, you know, I pray out loud. And that's something that I did not used to do years ago either. But I learned that the enemy can't read our mind. And so um, now God knows our thoughts and God knows our prayers, of course, at all times in our mind and everything. But the enemy, he doesn't hear that that's going on in our mind. So when you're battling in the car, you got to speak it out loud. And, you know, if you've never done that before, it may kind of seem crazy. You know, you're riding down the road and people may see you and think, you know, what is she doing? But <laughs> it doesn't matter. You just do it anyway. Um, but just... Uh, you know, just remember that when you're, when you are battling and you're doing anything like that, you want to do it out loud. You do it out loud in your car so the enemy, because um, he hears it and he's defeated. He's defeated with the word of God. So, but I say just jump in and do it. You know, if you've never done it, just, just turn on that worship music and just start praising and thanking him and, you know, um, lifting those prayer needs up. Amen. So one of the things I always like to ask all of the people on my podcast is what has been your biggest God moment in all of your travels? Oh goodness. Um, I do a lot of, (laughs) do a lot of fighting (laughs) when I'm in that vehicle. (laughs) Um, But one thing, I think one thing that comes to my mind, I guess, because it's the most recent, I guess um, my youngest son 
has joined, he joined the um, National Guard. And so he left back in September for uh, basic training and he's still gone. And unfortunately, he got shin splints uh, while he was trying to prepare for going into basic training. And he was out of shape uh, on top of that, but he got shin splints. And so, of course, the doctor told him to rest because the only way to to heal them is to rest and so he would rest and then when they got better he would start back trying to exercise well he would get them again and um, I've had them before and they're really painful (laughs) so um, he actually went into basic training um, with shin splints so it was very difficult and we you know we haven't had a lot of contact with him but in the very beginning Every time he called or we got any contact with him, you know, he was, I mean, he was crying and he was, um, because the pain was so bad and there's no solution in the natural for that when you're in basic training, because, um, there's no way for them to heal. It's just not possible in the natural because he's pounding them. I mean, they're doing 12 mile ruck marches, you know, all of this stuff. And there is no mercy, <laughs> you know, there's, there's no mercy there. <laughs> so um, that was one thing that, you know, I, I battled heavily in the car uh, every morning and I was not the only one by any means. We had our church family, everybody, you know, was praying for him, but um, to see that manifest in the natural and God did, um, he, we would, we heard from him, you know, a few weeks later or whatever got a letter and he let us know that the pain in his shins was so much better but the the training was getting worse you know the training was getting more difficult and more physical by the day but the pain in the shin splints had improved and to me that was just uh I mean that was that was supernatural healing because there's no possible way that it could have taken place in the natural with the the abuse that that his legs were getting. Um, so that was, um, that's just very recent. He's still there. We pick him up Monday night. So very excited about getting him for holiday break. And yeah. So, um, yeah, because this is a, whew, I have learned a lot as an army mom that I did not know before. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, they go through a lot. Those guys go through a lot in that basic training program. So, well, what an honor. And, We thank him for serving. Oh, thank you. So, Shannon, we've really enjoyed having you on the podcast. How can people connect with you outside of this podcast? Uh, We have a ministry Facebook page right now. God, um, we believe that God is uh, wanting to use our story just as, because it is a story of hope. And so we, we, are, are utilizing social media right now. We've we've shared our testimony together uh, on the Facebook page. Just doing, and my husband uh, is going to be getting on there with with some uh, messages and teachings and things like that in the future. Um, but the the Facebook page is uh, it's it's worship and wellness. But there's also another one out there, so I'll give you the link to get directly to ours. If you just type in um, FB period me slash troy and shannon worship and wellness that will take you to our page um 
And we just, every day, we just post inspirational, uplifting things and um, just trying to share the hope of Jesus with with the world. Um, and we try to reach as many people as we can that way. And then we also um, are available to speak and uh, preach at any location that he calls us to. My husband preaches at different places. We have a church home here, but he also goes out and and shares the message wherever wherever God calls us to go. So, and that's why I thought it was so neat with the travel ministry that you have because we we have felt like God is moving us more in that direction um, as well in this next season to travel and share um, our testimony and our message of hope with other people. Wonderful. I hope you get the chance to share it with a lot of people. Thank you. Well, Shannon, we have really enjoyed having you on the podcast. Uh, Thank you so much. Well, Christian Travelers, I hope that you've enjoyed this episode. Shannon's links will be in the description notes below. But until next time, safe travels and God bless.